0: Hi, and welcome to a special edition of Calvary's podcast. My name is Megan. I'm on staff here at Calvary, and I'm so glad you've joined us. Today, my friend, Tina and Joel, is back. Tina is a licensed marriage and family therapist who, in addition to her own practice, is also the executive director at CCC San Jose, a counseling center here in the South Bay. Today we're kicking off a new series about temperaments, which is really just a fancy word for personality traits. So why temperaments and why now? Well, after a year of shelter in place, and as we now seem to be coming out of the pandemic, it seems fair to say we've all experienced it differently, even in the same home. If one person's an introvert, the other's an extrovert, the response to last year is likely to look very different. This series is going to look at the four main temperaments, how to navigate, during conflict, and how to know when to set boundaries. Tina,
1: can you tell us about these four temperaments and what are they based on? These four temperaments are based out of the book Wired That Way with Marita Littower, and it was originally in 1985 by Florence Littower, The Personality Tree and so it's just a great book they actually still speak nationwide and they um, go into different businesses to help how to, with staff and trainings in how to navigate these different temperaments um, in groups of people and teams of people and families so can you give us a
0: run-through of what the four different temperaments are and for those who are listening If you've got paper and pen, fabulous. If not, don't worry. We're going to put all of this up on our website so you can have access to all the notes. And you can just listen now, and we'll make sure that you've got uh, all the details that you can access later. So, Tina, can you take us through what are each of the four temperaments and tell us a little bit about them? The first
1: temperament that I want to talk about is the sanguine otter. And you can imagine the otter in the animal kingdom They are just very fun-loving, they are in groups, they play, and that is the baseline of that sanguine, is the otter likes to have fun. Their strengths is they have the ability to talk about anything, at any time, in any place. They have a bubbly personality, they're optimistic, they have a great sense of humor, and they have a great storytelling ability. And they enjoy people of all populations, all religion. They just love. They genuinely love everyone. Their weakness? They can be disorganized. They can forget names and details. They tend to exaggerate. And they can not, you know, be taken seriously. They can be also gullible and naive So that is something that we need to work on, um, as me being a sanguine otter is my first temperament. And uh, the biggest thing for this personality temperament is needs. And what is the emotional needs that they need? It's attention, affection, approval, and acceptance. Acceptance is a big one for them, because they are very sensitive to rejection. They do get depressed when life is no fun and no one seems to love them. They are afraid of being unpopular or bored, having to live by the clock, or having to keep a record of money spent. They are not the best money navigators. They like people who listen, laugh, and praise and approve their storytelling. (laughs) They do have a hard time with people who are critical, or don't respond to their humor, or don't think they're cute. They react to stress by leaving the scene, going shopping, finding a fun group to hang out with, creating excuses, and blaming others at times. They can be recognized by their constant talking, loud volume, bright eyes, and bright colors. They definitely like to wear bright colors. The next one is the powerful choleric lion. So if you imagine the lion in the animal kingdom, they are they have this confident face. They just know what, you know, it seems like what they're doing at all times, and they're natural protectors. And so they're ones that do like to have control. Their strengths are the ability to take charge of anything instantly. They can make quick correct judgments. They're the ones that are self-starters. They're natural-born leaders. In their weakness, they can be too bossy or domineering. They can sometimes struggle with being a team player and impatience, and it's hard for them to delegate things to others because they have a tendency to believe they can do it fast and more efficient. Their emotional needs They have a sense of obedience, they need that. And they need appreciation for accomplishments. They also need credit for the hard work. They're hard workers and they need credit or just validation of what they have put forth in the efforts they have put in. So their big thing is respect. They would love, they believe that respect is earned and they believe they've earned it. So that is something that is big for them. Life, when it can get depressing for them is when they feel out of control and powerless or when people don't want to do things their way or don't want to um, listen to what they have to say. They can be afraid of losing control of anything, losing a job, not being promoted, even having a rebellious child or unsupportive mate. They are really drawn to people who are subordinates Submortive, wow, that's a new word. Supportive and submissive. They are drawn to people who see things their way and who cooperate quickly. They are repelled by people who are lazy and not interested in hard work or who tend to undermine their authority or who aren't loyal. They're big, lions like loyalty. When they are stressed, they tend to tighten in the control, work harder, they'll exercise more, and they, because they are protectors, they will naturally try to get rid of the offender, whoever that might be. They are recognized by their fast-moving approach, quick grab for control, self-confidence, restless and overpowering attitude. I have been told with those choleric lions that you can hear them by the way they walk. They have an intense energy and walk and people know they are headed somewhere. The next one, is the perfect melancholy beaver. So if you can imagine the beaver in the animal kingdom, they are the ones that are constantly getting the little sticks and putting it in their little dam. They are analytical by nature and they are perfectionists. They wanna do the right thing. When they're looking at their dam and they step back, they're not looking at what's well and right. They're looking for the holes and the flaws and they continuously keep looking. Therefore, even in the human soul, They wanna do things right. The melancholy beaver's strengths is the ability to organize and set long range goals. They set high standards for themselves and they can analyze deeply because they wanna do the right thing. Their weakness, they can be easily depressed. They could spend too much time on preparing. They can be too focused on details They can remember the negatives, and they can be very suspicious of others. Their emotional needs is a sense of stability, space, silence, sensitivity, and support. And in that sensitivity, I want to speak to that in a minute, is just their emotional sensitivity they can go into that depressed place, and they can feel very raw and vulnerable. So they really do need someone that is just willing to listen and be with them as they process through things, even if it feels negative or pessimistic. They just need that. They can get depressed when life is out of order, when their standards aren't met, or when no one seems to care about what they're going through. They can be afraid if no one is understanding how they're really feeling. They can get afraid when they make a mistake and when they have to compromise their own standards. They are drawn to people who are serious, intellectual, deep, and can carry on a sensible conversation. They are repelled by people who are lightweights, forgetful, who are late, who are disorganized, superficial, and unpredictable. They are ones that plan things well, and so Um, they do like predictability. They are recognized by their serious and sense of nature, well-mannered approach, and they are well-groomed, actually. They are ones that you will know because they just look put together. Their hair is done, their makeup's done, you know, their earrings match their bracelet. They are um, very, very well put together. One thing I love about the Melancholies is I love going to their Christmas parties because they usually have the napkins that match the curtains that match the little pillow on the couch, and they know how to do things in style. The last one is the Melancholy. Oh, I'm sorry. The last one is the Peaceful Phlegmatic Golden Retriever. They are the ones that really are mediators and peacemakers. They're our tender-hearted souls of our humanity. Their strengths are balance. They have an even disposition. They have a dry sense of humor, and they have a pleasing personality. They can actually chameleon in and out of different groups just to keep the peace. They're the observers. Their weakness, they can struggle with decision-making. They can struggle with having the self-motivation and drive to do things, especially things that they don't want to do. And um, their emotional needs, they just need to feel respected. They need to know that they are valued just because they exist, not because they're performing. They need to feel like they're worth something to somebody and that people want to seek to understand them. They can get depressed when life is filled with conflict, when they have to face personal confrontation, when they feel like nobody wants to help, or when they have to feel like they do it all by themselves. They are really afraid of having to deal with major personal problems and being left holding the bag with life's major changes. They are really drawn to people who make decisions for them, recognize their strengths, and give them respect. They really struggle with people who are too pushy, too loud and expect too much of them. They can react by stress by hiding from it, watching TV, eating or tuning out of life. They're recognized by their calm, relaxed posture, sitting or leaning when possible. These phlegmatics, they can ground us, They are really centered people that just want that peace and quiet and calm.
0: Tina, thank you so much for that. That was amazing. Um, And I don't know about you who are listening, but um, I need to go take this quiz. I need to, there's a quiz that will tell you which animal you are. um, And then I'm going to have my family take the quiz so that I can understand what animals Each of us are. Um, So for those of you who do want to take a look at these temperaments in detail or who want to take a quiz to find out which one you are, we've got them posted on our website. So if you head to calvarylg.com forward slash podcast, we've got all of that info for you right there thank you for joining us who those of you who are listening tina thank you so much thanks Um, for having me we hope you guys will join us next time as we look at now that we understand and we've identified what temperament we are and potentially even what temperaments our significant other might be or our children might be how do we navigate conflict using these temperaments thanks everyone thank you